how are you and Jared and your little puppers? Good. Everyone's good. Animals are good. Humans are good. Keeping bit- That's busy. Awesome. Thanks for taking time because I know how busy everyone is during the pandemic <laughs> to talk to me for a few minutes. No, I, uh, I, yeah, I, I, no, I really do appreciate it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like how much time we all have on our hands. Fine. Yeah. I'm just having to find ways to stay busy, but it's definitely possible. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, what I love about, uh, the time we have, if you have a pet, like this is time where you could like really start training your pet to do stuff. And I've noticed actually every time I see you put uh, a post on Instagram, which I'm assuming like I would direct everyone to your main one, the at N-A-E-L-L-I-S. Correct. Yeah. So I, every time that I see you post a dog training video, I always send it to my next door neighbor who actually his dog is deaf. So he has to come up with creative ways to like, cause you can't give him a, you know, obviously a verbal congratulations, but you can give him a treat or, um, you told Mariah to, for him to use a thumbs up, but I send him, I'm like, yeah. dude, you can teach your dog to do all this stuff. And I don't know if he's been doing all of it, but I'll tell you when I first met him and his dog, she couldn't do anything. And now she's like sitting and laying and she's uh, like jumping up, um, just from, yeah, just from a little bit of training. But yeah, I, I mean, this is a great time to train your dog. I would, I would guess. That's amazing to hear. Yeah. Number one I thing I hear as a dog trainer is people just don't have enough time. That's everyone's number one excuse is mm-hmm. I'm busy. I work, I have kids, I have family. And now no one really has that excuse because we're at home and we're with mm-hmm. our dogs. So the ones that seem to be doing the best out of this big pandemic is our animals. They are making the most of it. I mean, we're spending more time with our dogs. We're going for more walks with them. They're getting more exercise than normal because we all want to get outside our home. So what better way than taking our dogs for a walk and seeing the neighbors saying hi to people as we walk by. And then more and more people are now trying to train their dogs because even if they have stuff to do, their dogs now are bored and bothering them to do things. So it's requiring people to provide mental enrichment and get training. And all of that creates a stronger bond with your animals. So the real winner in all of this, I think, is definitely the animals. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I've I've seen memes where it's like, you know, our dogs don't care what's happening. All they know is that we're home 24 seven and they couldn't be happier. Yeah. I totally agree. Like they're the winners out of all this. Yeah. I'm hearing more and more stories of people who are like learning their dog's quirks or seeing their personalities more or training them for the first time ever. And that's so nice to see. And all I say is it takes 15 minutes. So you have 15 minutes now. So sit down and just focus on it and try it. And then this is also a time where people are scared and they're nervous and maybe they lost their job or they can't see their loved one. And you can't talk to people as much, but your dog's there. Your dog's not judging you and Mm. probably not getting on your nerves. So they seem to be winning in that they're there for us emotionally, physically. They're keeping us active throughout all this. And they seem to be helping people that didn't have animals. Um, The animal shelters are basically being cleared out, which has never happened before in Los Angeles. Yeah, in Los Angeles City alone in March, the city shelter found homes for over 900 animals and 300 more found foster homes. So maybe those people will adopt them. And if they don't, that could give the dogs confidence when they have to go back to the shelter to get a new home and get a new family. So this is something that's never happened in our county. And I'm sure it's happening worldwide. I'm hearing stories of it where people are lonely and they 
this is the perfect time to get an animal. So it's amazing to see all these animals that really do need the help are getting it now and finding that forever family. Yeah. Oh, that is such a good, oh, that's such a good news story. And I feel like during these times we need some good news stories and the fact that the shelters are getting cleared out because animals are getting adopted. That is, that is amazing. Yeah. I'm hearing more and more people are just like, I'm lonely. I can't have my brother, my, this person over. So where do they go to? They go to an animal and that brings them happiness, which in the end is what we all could use right now. Amen. I, sometimes I feel like we humans do not deserve dogs because they are like so loyal (laughs) and they love us so much. (laughs) They love us so much, no matter how annoying they're not judging us staying in our pajamas all day, every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you say that because my, we have someone watching our cat right now, Machiavelli. And uh, she's house sitting for us. And she, this morning, she literally was like, I love having Mac around because he doesn't care if I sit in my pajamas all day or if I'm wearing clothes that don't match. <laughs> it's true. It's as so- we're going through all these emotions and probably not looking our best right now, they're like, hey, want to throw the ball? Let's go for a walk. <laughs> they could not care less. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. Man, I want to go back to, so you talked about it only takes 15 minutes to train your dog. You're talking... Are you talking 15 minutes a day or is it three, three times a day for 15 minutes? Like what, where should someone start if they did want to start teaching their dog? I would recommend them first to go to your Instagram and go to your, uh, well, where else would they go to see how to train their dog, their dog? Um, my Instagram, my website, which is maggieandnicole.com or Instagram. Um, and yeah, I tell everyone, I told my clients 15 minutes a day can make a huge difference. You can definitely do more than one training session a day. But that's a great place to start. You can do it with your dog's dinner, for example, or when you're ready for bed, just set aside a little bit of time to focus together, put your cell phone down. And it's a nice break from everything just to really strengthen that bond. And you can really teach something in that time. And most people get so excited and actually see the progress that they want to do more. Um, And I keep all my training sessions super short, even though my dogs like to train because I want to end it where we're both having fun. Because then you want to do it again. It's the same with us. If we do something that we did not enjoy and someone says, want to go do that again? You're like, "Mm, I'm good. No, thank you. (laughs) But (laughs) it's the same for our animals. And when they enjoy something, they remember it. My dog's Mm. favorite words is work, which most of us hate. But for them, that means we're going to train. We're going to learn things. It's really a fun time for both of us. And it's a time to curb behaviors that maybe we don't like. This is a time where if we don't like them barking at the door, well, hey, we're sitting home right now. We're going to sit at the door. And every time you're quiet, you're going to get a treat. And you're going to get something delicious and fun. And I mix up treats with their food. Just like us, we have money's different values. And for them, it's food. We are more likely to do something for $1,000 than $5. And so my dog might be more willing to do something for like a slice of chicken than his kibble. So we kind of figure out that value and work together. Um, and something I've been telling all my clients is, during this pandemic, something we really need to work with our dogs on is trying to prevent separation anxiety. Um, Mm. As much as we all love, our dogs are getting so attached to us, we feel so loved by it. Eventually, things will hopefully go a little bit more back to normal where we're leaving our homes, we're going to see friends' houses, and that's going to be hard on our animals. And that's something most people aren't thinking about yet, but it's something we should be because it takes a while to combat it. Um, and what that comes down to is it comes down to stress and that's not cute. That's our animal being unhappy, stressed out that we're leaving. 
Mm. So this is the time to like take some time and give your dog something they enjoy, a puzzle game, a chew toy, a Kong, put them in the other room for five minutes, start spending some time alone, maybe go for a walk by yourself around the neighborhood and slowly build up that time because that stress turns into really destructive behaviors. And I'm sure we're all going to be stressed out when life starts to resume itself again. And we don't want to be dealing with a dog that's also stressed out and possibly destroying the house, chewing up your couch, urinating on stuff. Like it's not, it's not positive for either of us. So spend a few minutes each day, letting your dog have some alone time, decompress, give them a bully stick in the other room. Um, Cause the sooner we can prepare for this, we can set them up for success better, which is going to set us up for success as well. Man, that's, I didn't even think about that. That is, that's beautiful advice. Um, cause yeah, right now they're getting something that they're not going to have consistently and we've got to prepare them for, for the interruption. You know, it's, uh, it's funny with my neighbor, he was over, we were playing settlers of Catan and this was, I don't know, two or three months ago, like before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and he had his dog over and I asked him, I was like, you know, do have you taught your dog any tricks? And he was like, no, she's deaf. And you know, I, I don't think she would respond to it. Not an and, issue. It it isn't. And you know what? I thought about you. I was like, you know what? I said, I have a friend who like, this is what she does. She trains animals. She's like, you know, you are an animal whisperer, Nicole. Like it is just, it's a beautiful gift that you have. And I love bragging to my friends about you, by the way. Um, (laughs) But I was, I was telling my neighbor, I'm like, you know, every time I see Nicole's dog do a trick, whether it's jumping through your, uh, your hands or whether it's, you know, sitting or shaking or even like the therapy dog that, uh, that the therapy dogs that you train. And I, I explained to him how I always ask you, how do you get him to do that? How do you get the dog to do that? And you have one simple answer, which is you reinforce the behavior you want the dog to do. And so I was explaining to him this and I'm like, let's just try it right now with, you know, uh, with laying down. And I went mm-hmm. and I got a piece of our cat's uh, cat food. And I just led her to go down. And then, you know, when she laid down, you give her some good pets and you give her a thumbs up. And yeah, it wasn't even 15 minutes. And the next day he came over, we were playing Catan again. And she remembered from from the previous day. So yeah, if you've got 15 minutes, you can totally work with your dog, no matter what, you know, uh, if, if, if they got some kind of disability, like they're deaf or whatever it may be. Um, yeah. It, it's really not an excuse. So thank you for that and tip most of all, about reinforcing the good too, behavior Ryan. because that's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. And that is, I think that's the most important, uh, <laughs> the most important aspect of this whole story is that I got trained. <laughs> Ryan walked away. A oh, shoot. Bit. So, <laughs> but it's true. Like you said, like dogs learn, so, dogs learn a lot through body language. So they can learn not being able mm-hmm. to hear they learn also not being able to see they're very capable i have friends that have trick titles with their dogs who are blind and deaf it's finding a way to communicate with our animal in ways we can whether that's touch whether it's visually no matter what we can find a way to communicate mm-hmm. better and as we learn to communicate with our animals whether it's a cat or a lizard or a dog we strengthen that bond and you'll start to learn more and more um, I tell my clients, record your training sessions. You'll see little things that you'll never see in person looking back. Ways your dog picks up mm, body language and things, which is so different. Just we're living in the moment and we don't always see it. And you're like, oh, every time I tell him good, maybe I lower my head. Well, your dog could just be picking up on that. It's something so simple, but that's how they communicate with each other. 
So it's no surprise that they can pick up on little subtleties that we throw into. Wow. That's amazing. Like I, cause you know, you do have a gift and I think part of that is being able to notice those nuances, the, the attention to detail that I think is what, what really makes you an awesome, an awesome person. Nicole. Yeah. The animals have definitely helped me through this. And I think seeing it help other people as well and their pets. I mean, I've heard so many stories of neighbors who are now seeing other neighbors because they're getting out and they're getting their dog exercise or their dog's getting more exercise and their dog's less destructive. So let's try to use this time to be beneficial with our pets together as a team. Yeah. Amen. Well, I know I told you I'd only keep you for like 12 minutes, but I did want to ask you, and, and, and this is just, you know, this is just your opinion. I know you're not a medical doctor, but with the whole coronavirus COVID-19 thing, like, is there anything, any information that, you know, you would pass on about this? Like, can we catch it from our pets? Can our pets get it? Should we not let our pets walk around without a dog walker? I mean, any, any insights? Absolutely. This is a great question. So, and I've talked to a lot of vets about this. Our dogs can't carry it like inside their systems. Cats actually do get COVID, but it's a different strain of COVID. It's not even related to what we're discussing. But with that said, our dogs are not going to give it to us. Rossi's not going to get me ill and vice versa. But just as a plastic bag can carry it, so can their fur. They are still an object in that sense that they can carry it on their body. It's not in their intestines, so to speak. So what I would suggest is don't have people petting your dog, which might be hard. Some people let everyone pet their dog. And this is the time where you have to say, I'm sorry, you can't pet him today and reward your dog at that time. He's used to getting pet when he sees somebody. So be sure to love your dog up because he didn't do anything wrong. He's used to everyone saying hi to him. Um, I wipe down all my leashes, all my dog bowls, because these are things we touch and we don't think about it. We're wiping down our grocery bag. We're wiping down the fruit we buy. But we pick up our dog bowl every day or our cat bowl to feed our pets. So there's lots of great cleaners out there that are pet friendly. I've been using that stuff. Use your dishwasher. I use um, throwaway dog bowls that are made of sugarcane fiber. So I throw that. You can throw them away completely. Just this is the time we're trying to clean things. Clean your dog toys. These are things we're touching and we're going on the environment and we could be bringing stuff back and pass that on to other family members. So we want to make sure everyone's staying safe. If you are having a dog walker come, I know some people still are. And especially if you're a first responder out there, it's really important. I would ask your dog walker to either bring a separate leash or you keep a leash outside the door that's for them. I use also biothane leashes, which can be easily wiped down with like antibacterial wipes, things like that. They're super easy to clean. Just a way that we can limit the exposure as much as possible. Um, And there's little puppy wipes you can use to wipe down your dog, maybe a little bit more of a bath time, things like that. So while we're not going to get sick from them, we come home from the market and we're excited to see our dogs and we're loving up on them. And then maybe wash your hands first before you go love your dog up. Things like that, Mm -hmm. that we really need to think about because that's not second nature. We come home and we're like, we're home. Let's have a party together. And then I go wash my hands. This isn't the time for that. This is where we have to adjust how we live a little bit. Um, So those are some ways that I try to be a little bit more careful. Speaking of dog walkers, and we did discuss on separation anxiety. This is like, if you have a dog that's struggling with being alone, I tell people, start looking now for a dog walker 
You don't need to set it up. You don't need to have them start now. But at least when things go back to normal, you have someone you can rely on to help get your dog out. They're used to getting all this exercise now. So these are things you can do to fill your time is start researching, start finding somebody you like and you trust and you can ask questions to. Obviously, don't bring them into your home right now, but that might be a time where you still continue using an extra leash for a little bit as we return to normal. But hopefully that answers a little bit on keeping things clean. I'm still letting my dog love on me and kiss them. And then another thing I'm telling all my clients is try to avoid the dog parks. Just we don't know if everyone's following the rules. We're not. And our dogs are running up on other dogs. And just as we said, they might be carrying something on their fur and we don't want it transmitted back home to everybody else. So this is the time to try to go for a longer walk, a run together, but it's not the best time to throw our dogs in with a pack of other dogs and have them running around right now. This is, this is awesome advice. And there, you mentioned a few things that I just wouldn't even think of. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm, I know that this will be beneficial to our, goes, our, uh, it, our patrons. It goes for you and the cat too. You know, wash your hands before you pet the cat because <laughs> yeah. the cats have fur too. Yeah. Oh man. That is such a good, I, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. Like it's important to take these extra precautions. Um, before I let you go, we need to talk about the most important thing and that's Rossi's movie. Think oh, like I going to say the horse. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that's that's the second important thing. <laughs> um, no, I, I saw on your Instagram that uh, the movie that Rossi was in is coming out um, in June, and I hope that uh, when this movie comes out, that Mariah and I can come over and hang out with you and Jared and and watch this on Amazon. Um, but that's super exciting. It's really cool. Unknown to both of you, Mariah and I have already made plans for this. So yes. <laughs> oh, this is great. Dude, I cannot um, believe, I just can't believe I know someone who, A, has this amazing talent, but, you know, Rossi's in this movie. I mean, Megan Fox is in this movie. This is, you know, it's kind of a big deal. I like how you and Jared both name the same actress, of course. Um, <laughs> of course. It's Megan Fox. <laughs> yeah. He looks very different now, my dog, than he did back then. He filmed this movie at eight months old. So there was a little bit of hesitation on booking him in it because he was technically still a crazy puppy. Um, and he was a lot darker and redder. Um, they filmed it out in New Orleans and he actually plays a girl in it. So, <laughs> you know, that's in right now though. So that's okay. Usually, yeah, it's totally cool. We don't judge how Ross identifies. Yeah, usually it's Maggie and usually Maggie plays a boy because she has boy behaviors on cue. She can hump on cue. She can lift her leg like she's peeing on cue. Because when you're an actor dog, these things come in handy. But yeah. Rossi just got booked on his looks to be a girl. So we're, we're going with it. He's really excited. He's probably going to bark <laughs> at himself on screen, but I can't wait to see it. Um, it's going to be a fun family from friendly movie. It's called think like a dog. And I believe it comes out June 9th beyond like Walmart, Amazon, and hopefully streaming, but we'll know more soon. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. Well, Hey, thanks so much Should for taking good. the time. It was awesome catching up with you. Awesome talking with you. I feel like we could, I could go for another 20 minutes, but uh, we wanted to keep these, you know, kind of short, but give Rossi and Maggie a big old hug for me and Mariah after you wash your hands, of course. Absolutely. And thank you for having me and hope everyone has fun training with their dogs a little bit and our dogs walk away a little bit better because of this. Amen. All right, Nicole, you take care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> See you. Bye.